Sisters, this is Professor Spira, and this is the eighth episode of the Mucus Free Life podcast. And uh, it's so wonderful to be here to have this time to share this uh, this love with you and this information about the Mucus Free Lifestyle, Mucus's Diet Healing System by Professor Arnold Errett. If by some strange chance you're listening to this and you haven't read that particular book, uh, I strongly advise you check out Mucus's Diet Healing System by Professor Arnold Eric. And, uh, and I encourage you to check out uh, my version of it, the uh, annotated uh, Mucus's Diet Healing System. And man, there's a lot, lot going on. This is <laughs> super super uh, busy super overwhelming where you're hearing the music here and this is music this the theme song that i currently have for the podcast is something that we improvised on the spot last year at the arnold Errett day celebration and it's been a year it's uh, it's almost here uh, a week from today Right now, as I talk right now, in seven days exactly from today, we will be at the Whetstone Park of Roses Shelter House talking about Mucus Diet Healing System and the legacy of Professor Arnold Errett and how we can get this information out to more people, how we can elevate our own transitions, our own practice of the Mucus's Diet and all of that good stuff it's been a uh overwhelming at times you know trying to get this uh, event together we you know me and brother air for years you know, we've had visions of putting together events and doing different things and you know once once it's here and you're in in the work it's uh uh, it's intense because you, you know, I'm a perfectionist and brother, you know, we all want it to be a certain way. You know, we have a vision and so we work to try to realize that vision. But sometimes the the vision is is very uh, um, uh, can be complicated or can be kind of out there, you know, to do what it is we want to do. It's like, OK, we, we got got this idea and this drive to do it but then you start looking at the amount of work and the things that's there it's like whoa and uh so <clears throat> uh so this year you know i think everything's coming together though got some great volunteers i've uh, got some great speakers gonna be there uh got some some great food that's gonna be happening and it's gonna be a great event so if you by any chance you know if you've been waiting to get your tickets or you've been thinking about it, you've been kind of on the fence, like, ah, you know, I've had to travel and all that kind of stuff, uh, and I strongly encourage you to get you a ticket and come on out to the second annual Eric Day celebration. It's going to be a blast. 
And uh, let me see here. What's going on? Alexandros, great to have you again. Professor Spear, I really enjoy watching your videos. Well, I appreciate you. Uh, I'm so happy that folks are interested in what we have to say. Uh, you can go back to when I started practicing the mucus's diet. I mean, I used to start, we they talk about the mucus's diet in front of a group of people. Now, granted, it was with some music that uh, is some progressive kind of music, but just the fact that I start talking about the mucus's diet, there'd be people getting up and walking out of the, of the room and stuff. And so this is such a transformation to go from where no one wanted to hear about this information to now there's people that are not only want to hear about it, but have been using it and benefiting from it, healing various ailments or issues and cleansing on physical, mental, and spiritual levels. It's, it's happening, and uh, it's beautiful. Uh, it's really beautiful to see that. So I appreciate all of you that are tuning in. And if you would, to support the channel, please share this link. Uh, share the podcast, share the YouTube channel, uh, anything that you can do, you know, your social media. You know, this has to really be something that is transferred by mouth, you know, from, from person to person. You know, I've done my best to try to put the information out using some of the technology that we have with the social media and all that kind of stuff. But really need your help to get this information out there. And our message of the middle path of all of the plant-based natural healing methods, I say that this is the plant-based middle path. It's not extremist. And even though we sometimes get accused of that or people that are themselves more inclined to extremes find some of the philosophy that Eric has to say interesting, whilst skipping over the transition diet lessons or thinking that they're better than those lessons, thinking that they're more advanced than those lessons. And unfortunately, often what happens is there's a rude awakening sooner or later that, no, you're not more advanced than transition diet methodology. You're just, you're not. And you go through something and a lot of people blame it on, well, I was, it was fruit. You want to blame it on a fruit or blame it on any number of things other than you didn't transition the transition diet. So we promote your know, brother, Air, myself, other folks in the community. We really encourage people to get into the transition. Uh, I love talking about the philosophy, but over the years, I've since one of my goals is to try to get this information out to people, I don't focus on a lot of that anymore. I used to. I used to because it was fun to, to get into these philosophical discussions and kind of explore ideas relating to the origin of humanity and humanity's diet and all this kind of stuff. But over the years, I've uh, transition to really focusing on have one solid message that can be clear and concise enough for people to get and I say look you don't have to believe in the philosophical things that Eric had to say or the theoretical things but regardless of what you believe 
the transition methodology is solid and sound and it will work regardless like i said there's a lot of stuff that when i first read the book i didn't believe you know, it took years of practicing the mucus's diet to see some of the things that's in the book. So just reading the book a couple times isn't, you know, you have to learn how to read the book. And that's why I got mucus's diet healing system e-course. Uh, you can check into that link down below for that. And that's really for the people that have gone through that. It's a two month long course. You get a new lesson every other day. Uh, for two months and we methodically go through the mucus's diet healing system lesson by lesson and examine it analyze it talk about it and the keys are in there it uh, i've had so many times i get messages for people that took the course that say that originally had a lot of questions for me you know they would try to send me questions and stuff like that then they would take the course and they would say, I don't have any questions anymore. This course answered all my questions. Thank you. You know, and I was like, well, I appreciate you taking the course, <laughs> of course. But um, that is where we're at today. I'm just an advocate of studying, learning, uh, anal analyzing. The, there's a there's an art to doing it, though. There's a way to do it that doesn't put you in a box so some people are taught this poorly taught this scientific type of thing which it's it's not the real scientific method unfortunately and there when you're talking about diet you can't talk about scientific studies without analyzing the socio-political dynamics behind them because they're not objective half the time they're not objective blind type of studies these studies are being funded by people now folks that are understand the history of at least the tobacco industry and all that that stuff that happened years ago uh, with the advertising and they would pay doctors and, and researchers uh, they were oftentimes behind these studies that said smoking tobacco is good for you. And uh, there's a meme I made that has some old uh, clippings of uh, some of those ads on it. And so we got to see through that, you know, so to this day, when you go into a high school and they got banners of got milk with some famous athlete with it's not even real milk on there they, they they take this glue and they paint it on the top lip in those ads uh you're living in a strange time in a strange world man you know that's some propaganda that's just on a whole different level because it it, it works so well because nobody questions it uh yeah, i mean they have <laughs> I can't. I want to say they've won because people are starting to wake up, and it's, it's some people. But I mean, I'm afraid it's still very prevalent uh, to walk into a school and you see ads of. I mean, it really. It's like a dietary 1984, you know, Orwellian. You know, when it comes to diet, the we are definitely in the Orwellian kind of era. Orwellian, Huxleyan, you know, I've, I've always sort of seen the world a little bit 
more through the the Brave New World, uh, Aldous Huxley uh, type of dystopia uh, as opposed to the 1984. But I don't know. Stuff is starting to transition more in that 1984 direction. But I think we're still in the Brave New World. The difference there is in the Brave New World type of approach, philosophical approach, you are dealing with people that are it's not necessarily totally occupied and run by fascism and terrorism fear-mongering like it is in 1984 instead you have people who are drugged and occupied and basically turned into uh i mean chattel would even be too much of a I mean, basically machines, human machines. So the uh, everybody's getting high. They use this stuff called Soma and everybody gets this amount of Soma. And it's Soma would be like, you know, heroin, cocaine or something, you know, if you made or pus and mucus forming foods. Uh, And so because it's mandated by the government, everybody, it's regulated. Everybody just gets it for free because it's what? denesthetizes them you know keeps them uh uh emasculated you know keep you know, all that you know sex is kind of controlled and and but they they allow if i'm remembering the, the story correctly it was something where sex was controlled but it was demanded like that was another part of keeping people occupied so whatever work they had to do during the day, then after work, they would go get their soma, get high, go get into some orgies. That was the lifestyle. And so that's how I see our, at least in the society that I'm residing in, is more like that. It's more the brave new world model versus the 1984 model. Hopefully you've read these books. If you haven't, I strongly advocate. Check that literature out. Brave New World, 19, uh, uh, Huxley, 1984, Orwell, uh, some good, good stuff. Uh, and, you know, good things to then read this stuff. This is this literature a lot of people read in, uh, you know, high school or whatever, uh, maybe college, whatever, whenever you get exposed to it. But it's interesting stuff to check out through the mucus-free lens. You know, it changes the whole piece of it when you start looking at it through a mucus-free lens is definitely a uh, uh, you know a whole different kind of analysis at that point so speaking of dystopian existences uh, this weekend right now what's going on is something called the in Columbus Ohio where I live is something called the uh, the jazz and rib festival and it's basically, I used to say they should call it the Rib and Jazz Festival because it's really the focus is on the ribs. And I, this is the website of the Jazz and Rib Festival. Now, I've played at this thing over the years many times. Uh, and I don't know if I'm going to make it out this year. Uh, as I, I either play, I play on stage and perform. Uh, sometimes I go and play on the street outside of it. You know, me and Brother Air were both buskers or street performers. Uh, and we might go and set up outside the event. You know, I, I like to set up when at toward the end of the event when people are leaving and kind of get a lot of people as they're walking out. But the, uh, you know, over the years, every once in a while, I've shot some footage and would kind of talk about, 
just uh, this is all the different, <laughs> all the different rib uh, uh, people. You know, they come. I guess they travel all around the country and uh, they come in and they go to different rib festivals and different fairs and that kind of stuff. And they have awards that they give out for the best ribs and all this kind of stuff. And so I'm going to show you some footage that I, uh, uh, I got. Now, I do want to mention a little later on, once once I we get done <laughs> going through this Jazz and Rib Fest, we got a great guest uh, on today. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez is going to join me a little bit later. Uh, so, yeah, but so Jazz and Rib Fest. So the first thing I want to say, because we actually, the Brethren Ensemble is the group that uh, me and Brother Air lead. Uh, and that was really where we got started talking about the mucus's diet publicly, but it's through an artistic kind of lens. And so we actually played, I think it was 2007, we played the Jazz of Rib Fest and, <laughs> and I got on the microphone and I'm probably the only person in the history of the Jazz and Rib Fest to get on the mic at the on stage at the rib festival and tell everybody to not eat ribs and uh it's and i actually found that audio so i want to play some of that for you in a minute uh, but first to just give you a taste this is i'm proud of this i put this together uh back in two that two years ago 2017 i went and with my with my phone i think this is 2017 uh, and I used my phone and some other footage that I had to kind of create uh, it's a, a minute long little horror movie. Now, when you see this, you'll see was growing up. I was a big fan of horror films, you know, back in the Puss and Mucus days. Uh, I when I was young, I you could just sit there and I could go through all these different horror films and just I wouldn't get scared of nothing. I just was watching stuff just murder mayhem and nutty ghosts and all kinds of stuff but you'll see the influence of my uh uh of my horror movie background in this uh, little clip so i'm gonna play this for you then we'll <laughs> then we'll discuss so these are the awards for um uh who 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 caused the most heart attacks last year in the different years in 2015 they won uh a uh, best cardiac arrest uh, this, these guys up here got best stroke. Welcome to Puss and Mucus Purgatory, y'all. 
<laughs> Welcome to Puzzle Mucus Purgatory, y'all. So, you know, that was, I'm, I don't know, I'm proud of that. There's a lot of references in there that you, you, you know, you see the movies. That would be something in the comment section or in the, uh, uh, tell me all the references you've seen. Just watching that once, different things that's in that little clip movies that I referenced or ideas or anything do a little analysis I, I think that would be fun at least it'd be interesting for me uh, to see <laughs> what you guys see in that little clip but I posted out up on my uh, Professor Spear Facebook uh, page you know a year a couple years ago and I don't know. I had I just had fun making that. That was <laughs> I got all this. I actually have a long version of that where I was doing a live stream with Facebook and walking around the Jazz and Rib Fest, and so I basically just took a couple little clips from that and got a couple other clips from some other places and stuff, which we'll look at in a second. So the next thing I want to do is I'm gonna play some audio for you. And uh, and hopefully the audio will come through okay. In fact, hold on, let me give me one moment. I'm gonna bring let me bring this up. Okay, here we go. All right, so this is <laughs> I wrote "Children of Rib Production." So this is a song. This is 2007 Breatharian Ensemble. So this is what I was talking about. And I kind of cut it up a little bit so it's not super long, but there is this little vocal thing that I'm doing. Now, remember, the, the, the band back then, you know, we're an edgy band. This is a progressive kind of band, and we do art pieces. So to understand the way we sound, some groups that you might want to check out would be like Sun Ra, uh, Art Ensemble of Chicago, you know, Breatharian Ensemble, Art Ensemble. Obviously, there's a great inspiration there. Uh, Ornette Coleman, the late things that John Coltrane played, Archie Shep, just to name a few. If you go and listen to several hours of their music, watch some of their videos, and come back and and see some of the Breatharian Ensemble stuff, you will understand the art with which we are a part of, the tradition, the artistic tradition that we're coming out of. But in this particular piece, we're ba it's based on a parliament funkadelic piece called children of production and i would play that clip i'd love to play the clip of that for you but it'll it'll get flagged for copyright so i'm not even going to try that so when you get a chance you can if you look up the uh, children of production uh there's a really good live version of it and it's in there's a, an hour and a half long concert and it's in the middle of that and they so you could find it there maybe i'll put a link to it or something but uh but so i'm gonna play this and i'm, I'm gonna just react to it i think here because um you know it's funny just to listen back now i'm very critical first i wasn't gonna play this because i'm i'm kind of real critical about you know, as an artist, like I'm 20 times better musician today than I was back then and blah, blah, blah. Here's a, I hear all of the little things that's not perfect that I would do differently or better or whatever now. But that's not the point. You know, the point was I was on stage. We were as a band. We was on stage at the Jazz and Rib Fest basically saying, you know, eating ribs is kind of dumb. So let's uh, let, let's see here. Let's see if we can get this. Audio going. 
the Jazz and Rib Festival 2007. Have a beautiful treat for y'all this evening. A treat that does not involve eating. Cut there. 32 feet of obstruction, victims of the blind leading the blind. B equals P minus O. It is time for the blood to flow. But there ain't ensembles ready to grow. Obstruction is the key. Things have been put into motion. It's deeper than the notion that the world was flat when it was round. We're gonna blow the mucus out your mind. We're gonna blow the mucus out your is kind of dumb. That animals ain't fruit. Bunch of bird is dead. You got white blood when it's supposed to be red. So of course there's Doctor Who coming in there on the saxophone and Uncle Eddie Brookshire on the bass, and Brother Air on the drums and so this this was the vibe this was 2007 we were going places it's just off the hook because nobody knew any of that stuff that we were saying now you know it because you've read the book and you know what we're talking about when we was talking about v, v equals p minus o it is time for the blood to flow breatharian ensembles ready to grow think about how progressive that is when you look at like nobody knew what we were talking about they're just sitting there with their eyes glazed over like what in the world is going on here so that was real that was fun i mean i like doing that kind of thing where we would show up places and just just you know just really deal with that but i gotta update the website and we uh we have we started getting together we got some plans to try to put some music together soon and we're gonna be coming out with the breatharian ensemble music library <clears throat> which uh hopefully I'm going to give myself the deadline of fall. I want to get that done by the fall to be able to put that out. 
But uh, yeah, birthday and ensemble. You know, people weren't ready for that back then. I think now folks are ready. You know, I think we could definitely do some uh, do some damage now and uh, you know, get out there because folks kind of understand what's going on and you know musically we we've evolved and uh, all that kind of stuff now at this next week we're going to have the professor spira and brother air fire music project at the air day celebration and so that's a uh you know that that's a whole different whole different type of thing and so it's going to be very unique very uh, interesting uh, ex- musical experience for anybody that is able to be there live so uh, really encourage you to come out to that what I want to show you now the, this will be the last jazz and rib fest thing this is some footage that I shot back in 2013 and I was there with the lovely Janan Al-Jahani she had just started practicing the diet like months before this or uh yeah, yeah, months before this, about six or seven months. <clears throat> and, but I just was walking around. I had just performed with FOMO Deep, group that I used to be a part of here in Columbus. So I performed with them. Then I started walking around. Now, this is at the Jazz and Rib Fest at the old location. It's at a new, uh, new location now downtown, but it's the same. <laughs> you know, it looks the same, it's the same type of thing. And so, uh, here is that. Now, before you get started, yes, I'm aware that I got sunglasses and on, and they're not the best. Now, first of all, none none of us are perfect. That's one of the things that I, I would, from time to time, especially when I'm on stage, I still wear sunglasses. Now, it's at oftentimes it's it's not for the sun; it's for the bright lights that hit the uh, hit the stage. And I got my eyes closed most of the time when I'm playing, you know, and so it kind of blocks out whatever I'm looking at, you know, I got my eyes closed. So that's these days, you know, because I have started to use sunglasses less and less over the years. Uh, So just to already squash, because I know somebody's going to have something to say about the sunglasses, I've just addressed it. (laughs) So, uh, so, uh, but, but, uh, but yeah, check this out. It's basically, this is just going to give you an inside look at the rib festival and to see it through our lens, you know, because so nobody, so few people see the world the way we see it. And I think it's important to do this kind of analysis that I try to be good natured. I'm not there like some folks would be you know, running around, you know, put, you know, doing some demonstration and pouring paint and blood on people or, you know, doing stuff like that. Um, that's not my approach. My approach is to try and reveal the absurdity of things that are out coming out of the pus and mucus type of lifestyle and world. And so I'm not here to do something to just bash for the sake of bashing and saying that, you know, we're better than they are. So I'm saying I'm from there and I'm doing what I would like somebody else to have done for me and somebody else that did do for me, which was expose the absurdity of the pus and mucus based society and offer a solution 
for how to transform the moral fabric of society, the health and well-being and vitality of the members of society. This is the direction that we need to go in. So without further ado, here is uh, my short Jazz and Rib Fest documentary from 2013. Jazz and Rib Fest, let's give all of them a big round of applause. Now that you know the winners, you can get back out there and get some more ribs. And don't forget, enjoy the ribs, we are have a good time, and we'll see you next year for festival. the 35th. And we're going to go and take a look at Rib Fest culture and see, uh, you know, how pus and mucus is pretty much running this entire thing over here. Now, I just performed. So I always appreciate performing. However, you know how I feel about all of this. Yeah. The street is constipated. The street is constipated. There is cancer all on the street. Obstruction, viscous. So we just let's let's take a look at some of these corn corny. As I said in another video, we're in a very corny nation. So we got roasted sweet corn, chicken tenders and corn dogs, and the chicken probably is battered in corn. It's real chicken. If it's real chicken, <laughs> right. See beverage tokens. Not much to say. It's pretty much, <laughs> pretty much speaks for itself. And, and 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 this is Sunday. Yesterday was actually like the most crowded day. But look at this. I'm probably one of the only people that ever got on stage and actually told people to not eat ribs at the Jazz and Rib Festival. Because I uh, was with the Breatharian Ensemble about five years ago, and for some reason they got us to perform out here. And we went off from the very first, like, first time the mic was in front of my face. It was like, uh, talking about constipation and ribs and all kinds of... I think it's good. <laughs> People don't get that at the Jazz and Rib Festival. Right. Pork and beans and what is this? Let's analyze this. We got pork and beans and 
the one thing that was would be halfway not healthy but would be the best thing the coleslaw and that's what this person decided to scrap mm -hmm. like nah, that wasn't like, even like the yeah the, the ribs are gone <laughs> no waste of ribs but coleslaw ah. now they now they like to display their their uh their plastic trophies I'm pretty sure it's not metal. Buddy, buddy. All right. What's your facial expression? I just got your expression. Oh wow, this is just as great. Mmm. Got the spit on the grill. Got the country music going. Yeah. American. Proud to be in the market. Right, right. Right. Well, that now that that pig shouldn't be smiling. <laughs> no. He's like. This guy's got a this guy's got a football with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if the bear's gonna have a shirt, you might as well give him a, some pants. This is nice. Happy, ha the happy pig. I'm happy to cook myself for you. I'm so very happy to do it. This is like hot sauce, I guess, or barbecue sauce. And it's political. Let's see, level one, yeah, mild mannered, level two, uh, level two conservative, level three bold, level four brave, level five. Too hot thing. Oh, go ahead. No, I don't want any of Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. It's a roadhouse platter is three ribs, pulled pork, beans, slaw, and dinner roll is $17. It knows what's about to happen. It knows what's going on behind it's it. It's like, oh crap. We got another one. That's another one thing. So yeah, so like we said, there's no, you know, we're, we're not doing this in a out of some kind of negative vibe or anything this is all love this is all about you know just educating for those of you if you're watching this you're at least conscious enough to want to know you know to be exposed to this perspective it's all it's just a mucusless perspective that's all I offer that's what I want to share you know and you can take what you need leave the rest alone you know but to understand where we are and even if you don't practice a diet it's important for you to understand where people that do or people that are vegans or whatever you understand where we're coming from and what we see the world we see you know there's like this this meat eaters privilege out here you know so 
That's what's up. Thanks y'all for tuning in. Peace, love, and breath. Hopefully you uh, enjoyed my little documentary. I was <laughs> I was watching it myself here, and uh, it's got this thirty second delay as we go live here on on uh, YouTube as we record this. But uh, yeah, so I, I told you I'm sitting on all kinds of footage. I got all kinds of recorded video stuff that's in the archive that I never released or did things with. You know, with this one, I use a few of those clips in that one. The little horror movie uh, trailer video uh, that I used a couple clips from this in that, but uh, but yeah, you know I like to go back through. Sometimes I just go back through some of that old material and really look for uh, some interesting things there. But so that's that's enough enough with the jazz and rib fest. But I just wanted to talk about that because it it reflects so many different festivals and their festivals that could be transformed. See, the, the vision that I have is we can still have festivals. We can still have these massive fun gatherings, but they don't have to be around de dead things. You know, it doesn't have to be a celebration of death. We can have celebrations of life, and that's what we're trying to do with Air Day next weekend. It's a celebration of life. And so, uh, so speaking of next... Uh, uh, next week in Air Day, I do want to play. Uh, it's just a, a, a short video. It's kind of the summary of last year's uh, Air Day, just to kind of get us prepped up for this year. Uh, and then uh, when I'm done with that, we're going to bring Johnny Gonzalez on, and he's going to talk about some of his his wonderful story. Very interesting uh, transition that Johnny's been on. And uh, let's see, <clears throat> Wait, there's a couple, let's, let's go to the comment section real quick. Uh, there's uh, someone just ask a question. Let me find the right thing here. Let's see. So I'll just go and say, say what's up to everybody. What's going on, Doug? Doug Hines, how you doing? Steve, my man. Great analogy. Yeah, thank you, man. We were talking about the, we were talking about Brave New World, <clears throat> 1984. Cried says, hey, hey, don't forget the ribwich. <laughs> uh, think smaller, more legs. <laughs> the ribwich, yes. And uh, Sky says, nice editing. Thank you. Probably talking about my, my little horror movie trailer. <laughs> and uh, Sky asked, how was the crowd? I mean, people were just, when we would perform with Brother Aaron Ensemble and do that kind of stuff, we people would just sort of stand there with their mouth open and just like you know it would be that type of thing and cuz it was like they couldn't they couldn't even walk away they would want to but it was like they're just being exposed to these vibrations and this imagery that they've never seen before and they're just kind of dumbfounded like you know you, you get that kind of what's that uh the fluoride stare there's that meme that's going around yeah that that you know so we we'd get a lot of that fluoride stare uh back then <clears throat> sky asked did anybody come up to you and say anything after the performance or during you know yeah i mean it was basically that i just would you would get that stare and then people would be nervous they, you know around us they'd be kind of scared of us so it was like a real you know how rock musicians and these kind of people, they'll have these this persona on stage like they're, car, you know, 
uh, you know, cannibals or whatever, and they eat bats and bite heads off, you know, whatever the the shtick is. Uh, and people may be nervous around, you know, like, oh, is this guy really a cannibal? But people were generally nervous with us <laughs> after that performance. You know, they're just kind of, you know, they're, they're scared that we're going to start a conversation with them. They don't want us to get elaborate. So, and that's this, what I'm saying to me is different today versus back then is today, I think, we would get more questions. There would be people that was a little bit more open to this information and would at least be curious. Cause that always kind of fascinated me to people after seeing something like that, that people wouldn't ask questions. Cause I know if I saw something like that, I would have, I would be asking questions. I will hold, hold on. Well, what was that about? What are you talking about? What is this? You know, I would, I would have to ask some questions you know, about that type of performance just on an artistic level. Like, okay, well, what's all this mean? And that was originally what we had wanted people to do. But like I said, oftentimes or not, people would be terrified. You know, they'd be too scared to ask anything. And uh, you say ABC said, oh, okay, I thought this was pre-recorded. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and... Uh, Let's see. Sky says, uh, "Yeah, notice the lack of smartphones." Yeah, you. That's, that's an interesting. Uh, yeah, looking just just at those old years ago, you can see it was much less, much less of that phone. You know, people. You know, just you don't have to go back that far to where that kind of the kind of phone relationship we have now didn't exist yet. It's not that because it's not really that old. Uh, to to the point where you have everybody walking around like zombies just looking down at a screen or talking to a screen and you know people that's not around and uh so yeah so uh so i thank you guys for plugging in here with the chat and saying what's up so yeah so eric day celebration is about a celebration of life celebration of progress trying to take humanity to a place of natural living going we always say going back to nature but as i've said in previous videos i'm not against technology it's about using technology in a way for us to transition ourselves because i there's a number of ancient myths that talk of the so-called golden age of humanity and a time that was more technologically much more technologically sophisticated than today now i'm framing that type of discussion within the context of myth that's you you can have no culture without myth first of all uh and, and the first day of any anthropology class at least what they should te they should teach you know if you don't have you don't have a culture without some kind of myth and there are some very interesting world myths that uh, could use a good Eret filter analysis uh, to take a look at. And so we start getting into the, these technological times and, and they used to talk about flying chariots and there's it it a whole thing to that. But what I look at there is that uh, I think that it's we we've regressed 
in terms of diet to the point where, I mean, we're just in this, it's like a barren wasteland. Uh, and, and we've done this to ourselves Beca- because the way that things are, they don't have to be this way. Even social scientists and people will say that when, you, when we have great famine in the world, historically famine has always been man-made post the agricultural era. Uh, now, I don't, you can dig up something and, dis- and try to dispute or something or make some kind of climate type of argument, but I think that's a very interesting analysis. And that, and like I said, that's mainstream historians. Mainstream, I mean, we're not talking about some like, kind of fringe folks or people that are into advanced diet or anything kind of analysis. I'm talking about just mainstream historians will say that famine historically speaking uh and and especially the modern day type of famine is is man-made because borders are man-made uh the hoarding of of and creation of and hoarding certain kinds of food and the way just uh, this stuff is man-made and we're in a you know neo-colonialist period uh if you're talking at least from a a, you know uh United States perspective or whatever. Yep. I won't get too deep into that. But just the point is that we don't have to accept the reality the way it is. We can question it and and while we're questioning it questioning it, we can change it by the decisions we make. The things that are within our control to change. Cause I understand not everybody can change everything. We have to begin where we're at using the resources that we have access to and move forward. And that's, that's the best that we can do. But just that, just those type of that type of mentality change and shift can transform the lives of billions of people around the world. Uh, But the consciousness has to shift and, and change. And those of us, that are trying to go down this road are at the forefront of this change. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to play this quick video uh, that sort of summarizes last year's Eric Day celebration just as we get excited about uh, this year's event. And then we're going to bring Johnny Gonzalez on. I would have to have that poison every day for four years. So I want to give everybody a heartfelt welcome to, uh, uh, to, to my backyard. This is <laughs> where I live. It all begins with the light body. The best thing you can do for yourself is one, breathe. Learn how to breathe. So I've done the Arnold Classic, did really well. I placed 10th out of 35 women around the world. I looked great, which I would get all the time. You look amazing, man. So when people would tell me that, I would say, you don't understand what I'm going through. So I funneled through, and I came across Arnold Eric. My thing is, stay away from 
Oh yeah, I mean you can keep you can keep doing this and you know you get more and more. As a dietetic technician, I took care of the whole hospital. So if you came in um, in the ER and you were there long enough to realize that okay, he's gonna be he's gonna need a room. I'm gonna do a diet consultation on you at some point. You can come into a room, do your consultation, do your notes in the chart, make diet recommendations, and the physician will not read it. But we, we got watermelon back there. We got Brother Air salad made by Brother Air. We got the fruit salad. We got the Mexican salad. So it's, it's about to go down. So everybody dig, dig in. Death culture. Everybody, y'all could, y'all could, y'all could take death culture right out of your pocket right now. No matter, you know, and, and, walking around with little little pieces of paper with dead people on it you decide you're gonna eat a piece of bread and you cramping take that bread you think you're gonna go on down there and get with the red shack people like that pig because you go pay for it you long run. what i wanted to do was talk about how it's not so much about fasting it's about the art of practicing the mucusless diet healing system because that is an art. What I want people to understand wherever they are, wherever they are in their, in their living is that you can transition off of the worst stuff. <laughs> going to talk with me today let me introduce you to mr johnny gonzalez what is going on man how you doing professor spira i'm good doing to be, well good to be on the podcast today yeah yeah man we uh so we are preparing for an event that is coming up very quickly the Arid day <laughs> celebration and we're really excited to have uh, Johnny on that and he'll be giving his talk on July 27th on that Saturday the first day of the event uh, but before we get to all that I want to 
ask you to uh, just give a little bit about yourself, just your background, how you got into the mucus's diet, you know, all that kind of stuff. Bring uh, the brothers and sisters up to speed about who you are. Okay, yeah. So originally when I started getting sick, that's that's basically how most people find Eric, is you're looking for alternatives to get healthier. I was in a position of being diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, which Mm. turned into Crohn's disease, which Mm. put me on all kinds of medications. And eventually I got to a position where I said, you know what, I got to find some assistance. I got to figure this out because I was going from doctor to doctor seeing specialists to basically trying to do anything and everything from allopathic perspective Mm. to treat what I was going through. And when I found the mucus diet healing system, I read it and I wasn't able to comprehend it. I took some information from it and I was like, Oh, okay, this, kind of makes some sense but I just wasn't in a in a position mentally to allow it to download so that was in early 2014 and it wasn't until 2015 is when I really gave up the meat the dairy the stimulants mm-hmm. and after doing that for a few months, I, I went back to the book. I actually, what, what, what took me back was, was rational fasting. Mm. I had read that book. I had purchased my second Arab book and it changed the dimensions of my understanding of health. So at that point I was able to, that, that light bulb just switched on and it was like, oh my gosh. I think I could figure this out and, and, and change my health around. And it was early 2016 when Dr. Morris came into my life as well. And I spent many, many months just reading Eric's work and also watching Dr. Morse film. So I spent, I spent countless months. I mean, I took it as a research project where I was 10 hours a day at least was watching videos and and reading and dissecting Eric's work and Mm. it at that point is when I realized that health is is it's a mental state it's it's something that when when you are sick or when you're suffering or when you're going through conditions there's a lot of fear involved a lot of the unknown and I think that that's what they use to control us mm. into thinking that, well, oh, when you're in this state, you got to go see a doctor to help you. It's never about, well, what do I got to do as an individual to fix the problems that I, I've created? So that's kind of how I, I went from being where I was at to understanding more or less what I needed to be doing. So 
that alone is is more or less how my health started to get better and started to improve mm. so i mean that that's in a nutshell right there how how i really got involved with 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 arnold area okay and and weren't you i guess in high school when did you start bodybuilding so you were kind of a real into bodybuilding it looked like and uh i think it was a football player yeah uh, i i was a, a basketball player primarily. basketball player okay um, yeah so growing up i've always been into athletics that was mm -hmm. my outlet for any anything that was going on in my life i, I could always turn to sports yeah. as that as that escape from reality so i've always had an athletic background and then when i got out of high school played a couple years at college and then i got picked up on a semi-professional team mm. did that for about four years mm. and then around that time frame is when my brother really started getting into bodybuilding mm. so he he's like hey come 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 work out with me a little bit and then next thing you know that love that i had for basketball kind of transferred over to the body mm -hmm. and we're, we're we're training two three hours a day and and and, and making it a part of a part of our lifestyle mm -hmm. so I competed a couple times I I was really into the body and then along with that comes the usages of of, of steroids of, mm. of supplementation and things of that nature so right it took me down it took me down a bad path mm. a along with that when, when you when you get involved with that you're consuming your chicken and your your beef and your 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 processed foods trying to intake all those calories right to get bigger right so this whole mindset really just it just did its number on me and then it just led to the destruction of my own health although on the outside and this is the part that sometimes individuals don't take into consideration is on the outside you could look good right you can get yourself to, to to look like you're really in shape and you are healthy but internally that's a whole different story right there right, right. so people would look at me and be like oh this guy's the uh the poster of what health should be right but in reality i was i was only fooling myself along with everybody else that looked at me and thought i was healthy so going from that to a, a drastic approach when I was really in my lowest states again I this is when I had just found Robert Morris and as you and many are aware he's he's working with individuals who are in their chronic stages of health so promoting an all-fruit diet seemed logical at the time because mentally and physically and emotionally I was at the end of the road mm -hmm. I mean mm -hmm. I, I I speak openly about this now because I was able to overcome it but when when your when your mental states are at the position where suicide and just giving up on life is mm -hmm. a real thing for you you're gonna do what's necessary yeah and and I feel that that's what led me to go all fruit and I lived there for eight, nine months wow. just yeah. to just to get out of the state that I was in. And in that process, there was a 
huge shift in my consciousness, I guess, and my awareness of life. And I, I take no regrets for for going through that route, but mm-hmm. I reached a state where I was unable to relate to anybody. I was unable to to be around individuals. I, there was a lot of imbalances in myself. Mm-hmm. And this is when I, just one day I woke up and I was like, you know what? I, I got to read the book again. I got to read <laughs> this diet healing system again. Yeah, and yeah. I took, I took three or four steps back and I started the transitioning and I started to make sense of, of, of the balance and it has, hasn't let me down since. So mm, I'm really mm. grateful because of that. Yeah. So that's, that's a really, uh, <clears throat> inspiring story, man. And, uh, Let's see. Maybe we uh, take a take a picture or take a look at a couple of your the pictures. Uh, we basically your your before and after. Let's see. Yeah, it's funny. I look back on my my old pictures and I I realized I was fat, even though I was <laughs> muscular. I was fat. All right. So we if we go back in time. So oh let's... my goodness. <laughs> You're going back in You're time. You're going back, yeah. The 2012. Yeah, so at this right here, in 2012, yeah. I was in the worst state of health I've ever experienced. Mm. Although you look at me and it's like, yeah. this guy looks like he's in great shape. Right, right. But absolutely not. I mean, I was and you said the highly col- mistaken. Collide, so collided. What kind of symptoms were you having associated with that? Oh, man. We're talking abdominal pain, bleeding, mm. bloating. I mean, just pockets of just pain mm. where I couldn't even touch my abdominals. But looking at it from a training perspective, it was like no pain, no gain. So right. you're kind of just pushing through, pushing through. Um, and, and it wasn't until I had gone on prednisone, which is... A, <laughs> It's a very, very toxic drug to mm, the body. Mm-hmm. It it forced another symptom to surface, which was blood clots in my right leg. Wow. And my leg literally swelled up overnight. I had just finished playing basketball one, one, one evening, and the next day I got up and my leg was just swollen, and I was like, oh, well, I must have, have aggravated it playing basketball. Mm. And then the following day, my leg was just ankle, calf, knee, everything was just, I couldn't even put my hands around my calf mm. with, it was, it was so, Ooh. it was so swollen. Wow. Yeah, some more from the, and you said you were, you were doing the, the PEDs. <laughs> yeah. Were... Now, did you ever, uh. You ever come to Columbus for the Arnold Classic? That's, uh, <laughs> that's no, where, I didn't get a chance. They to do have that. that every every year. You know, you hear about it. You know, because it's up yeah. the street. And uh, yeah, okay. So that's back, back, and then. So when when did you about when did you start your transition? Would you say or or you? There's probably uh, a big gap where there's no pictures when you got serious. Oh yeah, there is. There's <laughs> like, uh, there's, a, there's a big gap. I mean, so I went when I was when I was at my my heaviest well not my heaviest but just before i really started my my radical fruit diet Mm -hmm. i was weighing 190 okay and within four months i was down to 140 Mm -hmm. 
So, of course, any person from the outside, and mind you, I'm in a gym. I see hundreds of people a day. Right. So individuals were scared for me. They were nervous. They were, oh, my God, are you okay? Is is he dying? There was Mm. so much circulation of, of, of rumors that it... I really felt like this was a, a, a pointing a, a point in my life where I needed I needed that mm-hmm. I needed to let the ego dissolve because there's a lot of ego involved when you get in this lifestyle because yeah. you have to you have to nurture yourself and and do what's necessary to grow to this level in any in, in any competitive sport I, I would or or job or anything of that sort you're you're really having to establish that ego so again i was in in such a, a a critical condition with my health that i mean i didn't give a crap what anybody said and it, i mean from the outside i didn't inside yeah i i could say that i did but it was like you had would you want to keep suffering or do you want to get better right so so it took it took me down to about 140. I think 140 was the lowest that I I I, I, I got to, mm. and then all of a sudden, one day, I mean, it just like there was a big shift where my body just started to gain weight. I mean, I don't do calories anymore. I don't do macronutrients. I don't try mm. to track and log. I just I I follow the simple principles of the system. Mm. I don't eat more than two meals a day it's it's real basic it's real standard the, the meals i consume are very repetitive but i know the logic behind of what it's doing to the body so right this is where my body started to fill out a little bit and it, it wasn't as if i was just anorexic it took me to a position where like hey okay i got some some definition back on me and and right now currently I'm still, I mean, I don't, again, I don't keep track of the calories, but there are a couple of days where I'll do, I will log just to see, because I'm like, I wonder how much I'm, I eat normally, uh-huh. which, yeah. and when I do, it's, it's, it's under 1500 calories. I mm. mean, some days I barely make a thousand calories. And I know that that's when I, when I speak of this to my bodybuilding friends or people who are not intuitive with this information, yeah. they don't believe it. They don't, right. they don't think it's possible. But this is where it's like, okay, I can say V equals P minus O, but how much are you really going to get from that? Um, <laughs> right. But it's 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 a whole different it's a whole different dimension of of the body and and developing it both internally and also externally as well. That it's not aligned with modern med. I mean modern. Uh, standards of, right of, just health, of developing health body. so-called science yeah yeah that, so-called yeah. yeah so-called that's a big key word in that right and uh so this video that we're seeing footage of here this is recent right this was did you yeah this was just like a couple like a couple of days ago a few days ago yeah yeah and you're in the uh the the great g fit gym that's your uh your gym right Yes. Yeah, you and your yeah, brother hold baby. that down. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great, great gym. 
Yeah, it's really it's really one of those gyms where because we we come from a, a a town of population fifteen thousand, the surrounding towns sixty thousand, mm. seventy five thousand. So we're not really a big town, mm-hmm. but we have a facility. It's called the McDermott X, mm-hmm. which has a two indoor basketball courts. It has two indoor soccer fields. It has a 50-foot rock wall. Mm. It has indoor surfing. It has a huge laser tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it has a zip line. There's a lot involved with this facility. And then we have the gym inside of this facility. So we've learned to coexist and help one another to continue to get members and to grow and to expand our awareness. So it's really been... It's really been a good thing. I, the, the the switch originally we originally we had our our we had a little ten by ten little room. It was actually a closet storage space, mm. and that's where our business started from. And then we did our business, we did our training, we did our 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 selling of supplements and and in gym shakes and and recoveries, um, and then. As we grew as businessmen in the next couple of years, and as yeah. our training began to grow, mm-hmm. we, we we took over the gym, and we didn't look back after mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's great. So for those that's, if you're out there, if you're in, uh, you say Lindsay, California. I'm gonna uh, honestly, <laughs> we've reached a position where hey, we're we're, we're thinking of the world. We're yeah, thinking, yeah. What we're, what we're doing yeah, our message yeah. is, is we're trying to get everybody. Yeah, yeah. Everybody to come come through and really experience something different because i know that there's not any programs out there that are anywhere close to doing what we do yeah there's there's so much that's involved that nobody talks about when it comes to uh, developing or creating a training protocol for for individuals right yeah we're our, our training is really established around movement it's 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 based on getting individuals to move better to live better, to be be aware of their own health, be mm-hmm. aware of their body's ability to move, and just improve wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. As, as you can see in, in a lot of the photos, we don't just have one genre of individuals. We have right. a mixture of 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 everyone. Let's go. Okay, we got the got the fruit. A little fruit luck. <laughs> yep. The fruit luck. Yeah. That's that's our that's our little motto for uh, for. Our, what we promote, we mm-hmm. can't get everybody to change their diet immediately, right, but right, right. we say, hey, break fast with fruit. Start there. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're getting on out, out, outside a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Death by bear crawl. Yeah, my <laughs> brother's... Um, most recent birthday this this past April, we did a um, one mile bear crawl. <laughs> wow, that's yeah, that's serious. Yeah, so all y'all check out G Fit Lifestyle. Find it, you guys here on Facebook, and you guys, uh, what's your website? At gfitlifestyle.com as well. Yeah, yeah. Taking it to a whole different level, you know, to have a, a space that where people can come and, 
you know, getting the, the fitness angle. There's a certain level of orientation that we have in the society to work out and athletics. It's part of the education when you're young, go to school and you, know, you start you know, I think they started us doing weight training probably around seventh grade. You know, I, I wrestled in seventh grade, and that was, I think, the first time that I, I really did it. And then, but then after that, you know, foot, football is you just just around everywhere. What's not around as much is the kind of interest in being healthy and having a healthy lifestyle and eating as what we bring to the table. So usually at least from, from what I remember, and I don't know if it's probably, probably the same things. Probably, I don't think it's changed that much in the schools where the healthy stuff, it was like, it was just so lame. They were just so <laughs> cheesy and they, and, and they were terrible. So on the, you know, you walk in and they have a picture of, uh, you know, milk and maybe Michael Jordan's standing there with a milk mustache or something <laughs> holding this cow pus glass uh and uh and i was there right when coca-cola started having deals with all the high schools around the country and so i think i might have been probably one of the first generations that really had that uh just all throughout the school there were vending machines that mm-hmm. just, and pop you could get by pop and coke all day and Powerade and uh, I don't know if they got surge anymore. That they we were like surge. the surge guinea pigs. Yeah, look, <laughs> yeah, the folks look that stuff up, man. That's just this green elixir that was just, you know, just had supposed to have more caffeine and uh, Mountain Dew or something. But it was uh, so that that type of environment, you know, a healthy diet is like way down on the list. It's not even considered. Yeah. And uh, and like you said, it's it's more about how how you look, you know, having and a, appealing to this sensibility and this viewpoint that's already messed up by mucus. Mm-hmm. This this yeah. idea of, you know, like you said, you know, the, that that big, you know, muscle bound kind of gorilla type of thing, you know, that's coming from an old mucus type of precept, you know kind of a pus-based mentality whereas once you start going down this type of path that your value system changes and it's not just like something that you are changing because you're reading up on stuff it's like it from the inside out it's changing yes you know you're totally feeling it yeah i'm glad i'm glad you pointed that out because there there there's a lot of blindness to a a, a transition with going from wherever you're at to eating a a raw diet Mm. or an alkaline diet where even these individuals they are not certain they're not certain about what they're doing it's just like kind of a fad in a sense Mm -hmm. where when you understand the system your mindset changes you no longer are second guessing anything about what's occurring with the body because it's so it's so it's so well described to show and 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 guide you that you you can't help but change how you feel about health mm-hmm. at this point 
And this is why it's so profound because you're, you're actually changing from the inside out and no longer can you be influenced by saying, oh, meat is good for you or you need to have a stimulant, you need to have coffee, you need to, right. like all that is, it's, it becomes poison. It becomes like, how can, how can you live like that? Or, I mean, and don't get me wrong, growing up, we, our family has a Mexican restaurant, <laughs> a standard American diet. Yeah meet every single meal mm. i remember my dad getting off work one or two on the weekends and bringing us tacos and burritos and we're eating that late and yeah i can't i can't even remember a time where i've even it's been over a year or so that i've eaten that late so yeah, it's yeah yeah big shift big shift in, in in the mind for sure yeah that's deep so what kind of uh, and I know some of uh, some of this you might talk about in your talk, which is uh, the Eric Day talk you're giving is health, movement, and vitality on the mucusless mm. diet. Uh, but maybe if you could give a little preview, what does your workout regimen look like now? You're like, how many days a week do you work out, or how many you know hours a day, or you know what kind of? Obviously, you're leading people in things but as far as your personal workout what does that look like now so if if you if individuals were to look back on my instagram or my social media mm -hmm. i was posting stuff every single day <laughs> multiple times a day yeah. of just how i would train because it was it's very unique but mm. again it was it's ego driven right. so if, if I didn't post a video about my workout, the workout didn't count. That's kind of the mindset <laughs> I was at. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So w once I went through this whole transition, I, I can't begin to describe how much ego dissolved inside of me where I, I no longer even wanted to work out in front of people anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there was, there was such a, a, a close relationship with myself that that was the most important mm. than anything else. So... When it comes to training, I train all day long, and, and my perspective of, of of movement in general is based on understanding that we are natural movers. Mm -hmm. We are designed to be moving. We're not designed to be sitting for eight hours a day watching TV, being inside in the air conditioner, under artificial lights going to work to a job we hate i mean that the, the lifestyle that is created for us to live in is it's really up so it's yeah it's something that just take this into consideration now when it comes to training my regimen is is very 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 the same <laughs> when i get up in the morning the first thing i do is i go outside I get myself as naked as possible, depending on, again, who's present. Mm. And I sun gaze. And yeah. as I sun gaze, I'm going through specific movements to move my lymphatic fluids. Mm -hmm. And that's my centerpiece is, is when you understand how to move your body to stimulate lymphatic fluids in your body. Mm -hmm. That is key right there. Breathing is next on that list mm -hmm. along with again elimination that's part of the system right so 
when when it comes to training, I I move my body in a way that I visually feel like I'm moving every single part of my body. Mm. So I do a lot of rebounding. I do a lot of swinging movements. I mm-hmm. do a lot of of of, of jumping of of movement stretches Mm -hmm. there's a lot of repetitions involved in my training so Mm -hmm. i'll do i'll I'll knock out 70 push-ups i'll knock out 100 sit-ups and then i'll rest and then 10 15 minutes later i'll do 100 toe touches and then i'll reach for the sky i'm just to give an example and i'm doing this throughout the day so Along with this, I really try to emphasize constant movement. If I could just move more and more throughout the day, then by the end of the day, I'm putting in a lot of a lot of work. Right. And people don't look at it like that. Mm. They look at it as I got to get one session in, one right. hour, two hours in, and work as hard as I can. Right. Go to fatigue. And then fill my body with a bunch of protein bunch of and stuff. mucus and pus. Right, 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 right. So, and then when it comes to training, I, I do focus a lot of my work inversion. I do a lot of handstands. I'm doing a mud all fours quite often. And when I'm in the gym, it's same thing, same concept. I'll I'll go and I'll do, I'll do some I'll do a bench press, and then I'll go do some tricep pull downs, and then I'll go and do some lat pull downs, and I just continuously am, am training as much as I can to a degree where I'm not going to complete fatigue, mm-hmm. but just enough to get my body stimulated. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that has become more of a bonus for me because I have almost unlimited endurance as it seems mm-hmm. at sometimes where it's like, some of the clients will will go through sessions where they'll be like, "We got to do this many," and I'm thinking in my head like, "This is a little, this is the warm up, right? Here. What are you guys talking about?" Right, but right. their their body and their physiology is different. Yeah. Where it's it's something where I've been able to use as a tool to help others to move better, right? And to look at their health and look at their bodies from a different perspective. So. It's it's definitely different, but there's a lot of just the basic understanding that we're natural movers and we have to be moving as much as possible. Yeah. 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 No, I, re- I really like that. Uh, that is. Yeah, that that's hip to really get into just like, all day, you know, just kind of on and off and to not overtax yourself. Like you said, what a, yeah. the standard thing is, yeah, you people work out three times a week or something and when they yeah. do they just they go for a couple hours super hard and you know bust everything up so they're good and sore and uh they wake up the next day like oh just can't like move. i can't move i must have done a you, good job yesterday <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's I, I can't i can't recall how many times i've heard that before but something i i want to point out because i do know that there will be a different audience also listening to this that mm-hmm. are in the detox lifestyle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where there is uh especially in the morse community there is a very negative approach about training or mm-hmm. exercise mm-hmm. and they suggest oh you can't be working out you can't be doing this because you're detoxing and you don't Mm want to create more acids in the body 
Yeah. I, I have to disagree with that. Mm-hmm. And I have to bring to the surface that when you when you exercise, your body is actually eliminating. Right. Yeah. Although they 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 consider that the acid that is being created through exercise. But again, if you're not if you're not training to completely destroy a muscle and you're going to fatigue and then continuously hitting sets to fatigue. Right. But you're you're just moving and you're feeling good about the movement. Yeah. That is a form of elimination. Yeah. Yeah. I tell clients, you need to focus on your breathing. You need to focus on sweating. Mm. Those two things have to be a priority overall. How many sets and reps can I do? Mm. So understanding that when you train and when you move, you are assisting your body in this detox process. So I just want to throw that out there because I mean, there's so much, poo-poo involved with mm. saying oh you can't exercise when you're doing this lifestyle right. when, when you when you look at eric i mean consider what eric talks about and this yeah. will be a big a big big point in my life this guy was not just an average person doing absolutely nothing right this guy was an athlete he yeah. was doing stuff pushing his body limits that in his work is like whoa 56 hours continuously walking like that's <laughs> that's, that's something right. that you can't just just wake up and oh I'm going to do that. Right. It's, it's right. something you have to build to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, two years of biking, <laughs> you know, just every day, just around, you know, the around the continent, and um, yeah, yeah, and that's true. And I think the, you know, Eric's wisdom is kind of what it sounds to me like you have. Uh, you know, you know br- brought on to yourself too is that you you know it, it's about physical movement you know and moving every day stretching every day you know he has his, his stretch exercises that he mm-hmm. recommends and uh but whatever you use it's about movement but not shaking the body too much to where you start to uh, uh mess up the tissue <clears throat> tissues yes. you know where if you uh, and I always like to think about those old uh, shaking things. You watch the old videos where they had the, the exercise stuff from the 30s and stuff where, you know, you put some strap around you and it shakes you and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, he's kind of talking about that. But the way people work out, lots of times that's what they do. They're just sort of shaking stuff up, you know, and it's not really good quality physical movement. Uh, I even, you know, when I watch people in the gym that go in and, and it's like okay i'm on one hand i'm happy that they're doing anything i mean there's that attitude but then when you just if you get it on treadmill or you get on what like elliptical machine and you know you just kind of on there for an hour or something and then you go to golden corral to eat it's like wait a minute what? <laughs> golden corral. what's going on <laughs> you know it's it's like there's, there's a it's, it's just this disconnect where I, I see a lot of people moving because they have made it a habit but it's not like quality movement you know it's not yeah. really in the service of like you talking about elimination uh, in the service of really circulating the blood uh moving the lymph you know that's not a goal it's just uh i mean I, there's some people you know they might be trying to lose weight or whatever they're trying to do 
But I see a lot of folks, it just seems like they're doing it because it's a habit, because they told they were supposed to do it. And yeah. so, and like I said, I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not dissing them, you know, for like, well, at least they're doing something. It's just, I think that that type of mentality needs to evolve. If we can take that habit of, okay, you're doing that, let's improve the quality of movement by way of some different exercises, different protocols, you know, and of course the diet, you know, the upgrading diet, uh, and that, that could take, take a lot of things to the next level, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's something that I've definitely have seen over the past couple years is that individuals are very stuck in their ways where mm. they're not necessarily trying to have or do different things to improve themselves they're just like oh well i'll just add more cardio or i'll just do this and in, instead of changing my diet like i mean because the diet is the, the the diet is the key yeah i don't i don't care what position you're in overweight sick on your deathbed your diet is needs to be changed first before anything else but a lot of people don't want to do that they want to that's the that's the last resort mm-hmm. to 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 their to, to solving this equation so it, it's it's definitely it's it's definitely a transition i mean that's the simplest way to put it because you get individuals in the gym that are stuck in their ways they're eating standard american diet they think taking supplements and stimulants and all of the above is good for them mm. in some way shape or form but in all reality that's just more accumulation of waste in the body and it, it's just it's it's to the point where wait till the jar fills up and when the jar fills up then that's when the problems will will surface yeah yeah and uh, see, I see you, you got some some little guys back there. Who's your? Yeah, my little ones are playing right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're having to, and which is good because they, they got to hear this stuff too. Yeah. I, I, I always encourage because even even though they're young, and this is this goes for because I'm a, I'm a parent of four, so mm. if if you have kids, you change your health for them to get this information so whenever i'm working with individuals i always have them present if i'm ever reading i'll read aloud so that way they can hear this information right it does download subconsciously even though they may not understand it yeah so definitely it's it's definitely something to to consider yeah yeah and you know when they're around that it it doesn't you know uh, it just becomes a part of what's normal. You know, it just normalizes it because it's not something that's this weird thing or something. It's just like, oh, that's that's this is what we do, you know. You know what? Actually, um, Jared, come here, baby. Hurry, Jared, come here. He's my, my littlest one right here. Mm. His name is Jared. What's going see on, See this guy Jared? here, Jared? Right here, you see him? Can you, can you sit up here a little <laughs> bit? He's, he's the one that made the the mucus monster video remember that the one that you watch what's going on say hi hey. <laughs> yeah so he, he he regularly will ask to watch the 
that oh, the wow. book that yeah. you did yeah yeah that's really that's cool yeah yeah and when and when when i explain because i with a few of my children i i don't have full control over what they eat when they're with the other parent right so what i've what i've done is just express like hey if you eat the bad foods the mucus monsters are gonna be winning in your body but when you eat the good food the mucus monsters are going to leave your body. Right. So you got to be careful with what you eat and make it simple and fun for them. And again, through time, they'll once their comprehension picks up, they'll be able to to figure this out for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I'm glad that they, you know, whenever I hear that, it makes me feel good. You know, there's some young folks that that like the uh, like the video. And, oh uh, man, yeah, I, <laughs> I've, I think I think I've watched that <laughs> at least fifty times. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I enjoy it personally. I mean, yeah. It's something that I, I I I'm gonna incorporate this upcoming year, this upcoming school year. Mm-hmm. Um, one one thing that I I didn't mention about what we do that is very very cool mm-hmm. is we have a program called Gum, mm-hmm. Get Up and Move. Mm-hmm. And it started with just the seventh grade class at, in, in our school district. Mm. And once every semester, all seventh graders would come to our facility. We would take them through a nutrition as a component, mm-hmm. a fitness component, a team building component, and a motivational component. Mm-hmm. And so they go to four classes and then we make them a healthy lunch and then they get to play because we have an arcade here as well, mm. along with all that I've mentioned. Yeah, yeah. So that grew over the years. And now we do third grade through eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So every kid is coming through us to learn about this information. And it's funny because in the beginning, it was more calories. It was more eat eat less bad food, eat more good food. Now right. it's like, hey, guys, you know, meat is kind of not the best for you. Yeah. Dairy is not that good for you. You got to eat your fruits more and your vegetables. So it's it's really cool to know that, like, we're, we're trying to shape the future. We're right. trying to get these kids to get information that they don't hear at home. They're not around individuals that take care of themselves or that know about all this stuff so little by little it's 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 definitely become a life goal to really get the word out of health our 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 biggest motto is health is for everyone Mm. it's not for one particular group of individuals it's for everyone we all have the same anatomy and physiology our bodies function the same It, it we're we're all identical and then, of course, there are some conditions where it's not that, like that, but that's due to passing on weakened genetics from right. person to person. Mm. So it's all ex- it's all explained when you actually break it down and and really research and do your research. That's why I, I've in the beginning it was about oh I gotta tell everybody about this. I gotta I, I bought I bought my whole family enema kits last Christmas. Mm, so yeah, it was it was trying to push and force. Now it's like, okay, well, do your own research. See for yourself. I, what I'm living 
what I'm experiencing, this is my journey. This is my experience. Right. But if you do it yourself, you can see that it's it, it could benefit you as well. Yeah. So how how is it with your with your brother? What's where where's he at on his journey? Jerry. And uh and you know, and if there was any any friction as you started to move in this direction, because I think you know you guys got the the uh, uh, run in the spot, you know, and the curriculum yeah. and everything. So how how was that? Well, th- that that right there. Okay, so when I when I originally found Morris and I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this fruit thing. Yeah. I I told my brother that look. I'm going to do this and I don't know what's going to happen, but I need to do it. Mm. So can you please just support me with whatever I got to go through? Because I, I mean, internally I felt like it was going to go down. There right, was going to be, right, right. there was going to be a lot that was going to take place. Yeah. And he supported me through that. Mm-hmm. And he, he backed me up and he carried me. When I got to my lowest, it was, it was hard. I mean, it really was hard. In my area, I don't have anybody to talk to. There was not anybody that was, I could just go and phone and relate to, and right. they can assist me through my own my own path. So it was rough. So it wasn't until probably like six months into it myself that he's like, you know what? Maybe I'll cut back on the meat. Mm. So we started to cut back on the meat and then all of a sudden it was like, look at all the torture and animals that are being killed. I'm going to really give up meat. And so he did. He gave up meat. Oh, wow. Beautiful. And that worked out well. So he's two, three months, four months into no meat. And Mm. then every day he's taking pre-workout though. And then one day I'm like, hey, yeah, you got to give up the pre-workouts, bro. And he's like... Oh, I can't do that just yet. The pre will explain so, what that is for people to know. The, so a, a pre-workout is just a high dose of caffeine and stimulants. Mm. And you take that prior to an exercise and it just jacks you up. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it just gives you all these tingles and it's just a drug. It's just a drug. It's fake. Is that like, like the like the mo- monster drinks or the Red Bull and all that kind of stuff, or is it so, something else? So yeah, like the, the monsters and the, the Red Bulls. That there is, there's a lot more sugar involved mm. and a, a smaller dose of caffeine. Mm-hmm. But a pre workout is all caffeine, mm. okay. just a straight hit. You might as well just line it up and do one right, of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Equal. <laughs> yeah. So, so he he was at that position where he was taking pre-workouts every day. And then every day I would see him take a pre-workout and I would give him the look like, come on, man, you don't <laughs> want to do this. And then finally it went to a half scoop. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to give it up for a couple of days. And then <laughs> with this one in particular incident time, uh-huh. he was behind the desk and I was on top because our, 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 our gym has two levels. Uh, so I was on the top, so he wasn't able to see me, but he went behind the desk and he, he looked to the left, he looked to the right, and then he like, kind of like was keeping a, his head on a swivel and he, he reaches down like all sneaky yeah. to grab a pre-workout. And he's about to pour it, I'm like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> and I, and when, I, when I caught him, he had that like deer in the headlight look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he gave it up. 
And the first couple months was a struggle for him, but he did it. And then at that point, he he really started to cut back on on the dairy and the the processed food and the stimulants and uh, all the sugary drinks. And he's really he's really come a long ways. Mm. I mean, we've had we've bumped heads, we've had friction, but we're we're blood brothers. We grew up wearing the same diapers, the same clothes. We're only a year apart. Mm, yeah. Uh, so we, we, we've always had a very unique bond mm. and it's, it's, it's gotten us this far. I mean, I still try to push on a, quite a bit more stuff onto him because I feel it's needed for him. Like mm. iron, iron and iron. That's how you sharpen. That's how you right. sharpen each other. Right. So right now he is, Right now, he's in a good spot. He's in a good spot. He, mm. I'm not gonna say he's practicing the system just mm-hmm. yet, mm-hmm. but he's pretty close. Okay. He's pretty yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. So I think after this event, he's gonna be like, "All right, I'm gonna get the book and I'm gonna look at it a little <laughs> bit more." Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for it, um, but I mean that's it, it. It's helped so much because our clients benefit from this. Right, because he's he's always been the kind of um, the image of the business mm-hmm. where I was the kind of the the, the, the business behind the closed doors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when when all this started to take place, I would push health to people, and they'd be like, "No, nah, I'm not going to listen." Mm. And then all of a sudden, he's pushing the health, and they're like, "Okay, I'm more right, capable of right, listening." Right. So now it's it's a it's a it's a good partnership that we have, and the clients are really responsive to it, and it's it's been a great thing thus far, and I'm I'm really looking forward to the future because, in the beginning of 2015, I I told him that I've had visions, I've had experiences that said that we're gonna we're gonna do this, like our mission in life is bigger than just helping the people in our own community. Yeah. We're we're gonna we're gonna reach the world. We're gonna mm. get retreats over here. We're gonna get a, a sanitarium type environment where yeah. we can help people and they can come over here and stay over here. And so this is this is all in the future, near yeah. future, I, I might add, because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's something that we're working towards every single day, day in day out. There is no breaks from this. Yeah, yeah, that's that's beautiful, man. Yeah, and I can, <clears throat> you know, one thing that comes to mind that is you know when you do a lot of work even the karmic dynamics of this process are real interesting because you know you put in a lot of work working out even if you use different stimulants and things there's still some work that was done that you can uh, you, you continue the benefits of that you know pathway once you get into the diet and as you see you went through the big uh transformation and the kind of the the <laughs> the fast version you know the fruit yeah. <laughs> and uh but you know when you because i i st- when i because i've worked out for for years and then when i started practicing diet i didn't work out like that no more one of the reasons that i had to kind of stop working out just was more of a mental thing was because the way that i used to work out it was that varsity athlete thing <laughs> and i couldn't yeah Every time I went into a gym, I couldn't not do it like that. 
and phys- and physically it was it th- that was no longer in alignment with with my body and where I was at. Mm. My body just wanted the movement and the and just you know, but I'm still in there doing all this yeah. this heavy lifting and stuff and so I was like, man, I just got to get away from that cuz just mentally. And so I did more just walking and all the outside activities and that kind of stuff and just mm. got away from the gym thing, but then now I don't know how many years ago it was, but a number of years ago, I started going to the gym again and went back and it was, and I had gotten over that mental thing. So now I can go in and do, and do, you know, what's just, it's just regular workouts and I don't do nothing special, but it's, uh, just gets stuff moving, you know, but I don't Mm. have that mental thing where I have to like, where I'm overdoing it, you know, where I leave Mm. and I'm like, man, I'm, uh," you know, but I noticed that, because of the years that I'd spent years and years ago with technique and all that kind of stuff, you know, my technique is still good. And with good technique, you know, you can, if whatever your strength is, if you got a little technique, you can lift some weight, you know, <laughs> He's like, Oh yeah. You know? definitely. And, uh, and so you don't lose that, you know, if you put that type of time in and, and especially with mechanics and as was, I'm always talking about the mechanics and mm-hmm. that type of stuff. And it's the same with, uh, working out you got your mechanics you got those things down and even you go after you go through a transformation uh you know the work that you put in you're still going to benefit from that in some way um you know you're going to pay for in a different way with the eliminations you're going to pay for whatever stimulants you were putting in you know those are going to oh, come yeah. out as yeah. some as some uh sometimes scary eliminations but uh once all that's out of there you know, you get back to it, and you'd be like, oh, "Okay, yeah, I got I still, you know, I got this." Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, t- tell it, give us a good little intro to your talk, Eric Day. With just you know, a little little introduction to what you're gonna be sharing with us. Okay, so when when I when I have been preparing for this, I I have. I've looked at it from different angles mm. because everybody responds to different information and it's having to put information so that it's understandable for the masses, for the for, 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 for a person where they're at. So working with clients who are at completely different levels, it's it's always had it, it always has to be kind of dropped to lower levels of teaching mm. then i considered okay well we're going to be work, we're going to be around people who get the system who know about Eric's work who maybe need a little more of a push to understand how it all connects mm. so mm. what i what i plan to do is express through experience Express through Eric's work and try to connect puzzle pieces for people to understand that building your body, building your health, they, they go hand in hand. Mm. When you are, when you're practicing the system, you just add the physical part to it, to what you're already doing. Mm. And that's enough right there. So being able to teach about specific movements, specific 
coordinations of exercises, combinations of exercises, little tactics that every person could do regardless of where you're at. And I even have incorporated a list of exercises a person should be doing every single day mm. based on the blood and the lymphatic system, based on breathing techniques. So looking at it from a whole, I, I want whoever is going to be present and listens to this to be able to be encouraged to want to exercise and to want to practice a more active lifestyle mm. with alignment with understanding elimination because that's the key to all of this and we're all aware of that in this in, in the in, in the community the eric community but i just feel that there are some there's some missing pieces to the puzzle that not everybody gets just mm. yet and looking around i don't really see anybody doing what i do specifically like even on the online community, there's not too yeah. many individuals that yeah. are are really highly into the the active lifestyle and and training every day. Yeah. So being able to like brother Ayers, hey, take take bring something to the table. Right. What do you right. what do you what bring you into bring the, into the table? table? Yeah, exactly. So 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 this is where it's like okay, I I think I have something that I could bring to the table that's gonna help a lot of people moving forward with 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 their own with their own path and journey on, on this so i'm, I'm yeah. excited for that yeah yeah man yeah i'm and i'm looking forward to it because yeah i want to up up my my workout game you know and so i'm definitely going to be taking my notes yeah uh, for sure man so well it was uh wonderful having you on the show today uh you got any any last words for the brothers and sisters out there um, get your tickets, get your tickets, go online, get your tickets. This is going to be a, a good event overall. I mean, a lot of good speakers that are, that are going to give information that the world needs to know. Mm. This is, this is, this is the second, the second event you did this last year. This is the second event and it's going to grow. It's going to grow every year and each person has their role to bring to the table something that is going to help the awareness of the system to get out because it's this, it's, it's the most developed system. It's the most developed program. If you're trying to get healthy, if you're trying to heal the body from whatever conditions, physically, mentally, emotionally, and it's the most logical. And that's the part that like, the logic is so simple, but it's so hard to comprehend for most. And as I mentioned, yeah. I, when I read Eric's work in the beginning with, with the with the mucus and plus mind, it, there 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 are blockages, there are roadblocks that won't allow you to, to accept this information. So, what do you got to do? Well, you can start off by doing an enema. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a go to for yeah for any for any person. Right, right, um, right. I mean, I'm almost I'm almost at a position of comfort comfortability with this, where I'm like, okay, 
I'm gonna just start doing live animas on on YouTube, and you can just see yeah. what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big part. Yeah, that's a big part of this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's, um, <laughs> yeah. They they would blow up too. That's how it. <laughs> you know, because people there is definitely a fascination with animas on. Whenever someone put, posts a video of it, you know, on online, I've noticed that uh, it get, gets a lot of views. And, uh, but, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, but that's bringing in the new era, man, you know, and I'm yeah. real happy that you're doing the work that you're doing over there and, uh, and that, that vision, you know, we're going to be doing some collaborations for sure uh, moving mm. forward in the, in the near future, as you said. Definitely, and, definitely. Uh, so, you know, take this, this era is about taking it to the next level. You know, we just, everything we're doing is just taking it to the next level. The foundation of it was always trying to get ourselves together and, Mm. uh, and letting that be, because a lot of people try to put the cart before the horse and they're, you know, they'll be doing this stuff for a a couple days and they're already like "Ah," trying to, you know, trying to sell it or do yeah or and, and you know just just to just to also add to that point where i mean because we're coming from an area where as i mentioned there's not any vegans here there's not any persons that can relate to any of this i'm living my life knowing that i i've damaged my body from 31 30 years of living incorrectly in mm. no shape or form am i saying i'm on some pedestal right but individuals who have a lower comprehension of reality look at someone like myself who's doing this and is like oh you're trying to be better than everyone you're trying to be all mighty and and I mean I, I get so much negative input because I take care of myself yeah, because I, yeah. I'm loving myself more right it's 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 saddening on, yeah. on on a certain level because these individuals are so caught up in their own mind and programming of the world to to not understand the reality of health right which i just i i want to just be able to express that because individuals going through the journey are going to experience it and people that are considering of going through this journey are going to also experience it so just something to keep in mind for, for 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 the listeners yes yes most definitely so uh, I want to thank Johnny for coming on here and your uh, you got G Fit Lifestyle is uh, the website and you can uh, Johnny Gonzalez on Facebook if folks want to find you and uh, yeah looking forward to July 27th and it's going down Columbus Ohio yes sir as he said get your ticket you know get your plane tickets get your event tickets get all that uh-huh. book the hotels and come on you know come on down we're gonna be having a lot of fun so all right man well i thank you so much for being on the podcast and i thank all of you for tuning in today it was a lot of fun and uh yeah until next time peace love and breath take care we are Lucas free we are milk and free. 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 We are milk and free.